Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beardy and the Geek. My name is Emmett Okuna, and with me, as always, is Ryan from Geek of Oz. And tonight, we have yet another interview. We're talking to the minds behind Space Pirates, a weird and wonderful story about two people who have trouble paying their rent, and so they've gone into space piracy. Caitlin Major and Matthew Hoddy, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Ryan and I are big fans of your work, and I think one of the reasons I like your work, and I can't speak for Ryan, but uh, personally I like it is because it's so bloody silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we try. <laughs> it's just two, our two heroes just seem to fall into adventure, and things happen, and it's amusing. <laughs> I was like, "This is something I can appreciate." <laughs> that, that was like, that was like what we what we set out to do. So you know, I think we achieved that. <laughs> it was like it was like we were writing the writing the overview for it, and stuff happened. <laughs> you know what? That that kind of explanation worked for Seinfeld just fine. So I can't see why it wouldn't happen for a comic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um... We actually, it's completely changed from what we originally had in mind, but it's working out pretty well, I think, mm. so far. It's undergone, like, about a thousand rewrites. <laughs> considering, well, considering it's not really about anything, it's, <laughs> you know, it's changed a fair bit. But uh, The thing I like about it is that um, earlier this year, I was introduced by... Um, by one of the guys at, at Mad Men, uh, his name's Ben, I was introduced to Adventure Time. And uh, he shoved this DVD in my face and he was just, you have to watch this. It's the best thing ever. It's just, it's completely random. It's really funny. You've got to watch it. And that's that was the first thing that I sort of got when uh, when I started reading Space Pirates. It's, uh, yeah, funny you should mention that. <laughs> um, it it's, was a very um, big influence, I think, when we first started doing it, um, especially with, um, you can tell the artwork's changed quite a bit. Uh, especially from the start to where we are now, the um, spaghetti arms that the guys have mm. was very much influenced yeah, by. Was, like, and even like whole lines from Adventure Time <laughs> went into it. It's a homage. It's a homage. It we is. all understand that. <laughs> we still want to like keep it as our own invention, be more inspired by rather than you know ripping off or anything. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. A, one of the main influences when we first started because that's when we first discovered Adventure Time and went a little bit crazy for it, I guess. <laughs> um, that and Scott Pilgrim, actually. Oh, yeah, well, oh, of okay. course, yeah. Clearly, yeah. And, and I think what, what is interesting is it has that similar sense of humour, which is anything goes. <laughs> you just throw whatever you want in the mix. I mean, you've gone through an extended period of riffing on Star Wars as well. That was great fun. Those are great sequences trips. Um <laughs> And I just feel I should mention, just in case anyone's listening and they're not aware, Space Pirates is available online. It's an online comic book. Um, Space Pirates, that's spelled with a Y, dot com. So you know it's cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Ys <laughs> are cool. Uh, but um, you, you're you putting them out how often? You're putting them out like once a week, twice a week? Um, three times a week. Three uh, times a week? Yes. We're trying, we, we tried, I think, but it's slowly killing us. So I think after this issue is finished, we're going to go back to two a week. Um, but that's um, after we have a short break. Um, but just just due to work and other commitments, it, three a week is kind of a bit much. It's I think. pretty huge. Yeah. <laughs> Plus I'm, I think fe- the, I'm feeling uh, incredibly humble here. I mean, 
I don't Ryan, how many blog posts do you get out a week? Uh, like point three, if I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting out a whole comic. <laughs> it's yeah, we we try because it, it's what we want to do. So we like tried as hard as we could, <laughs> and yeah. we realized it's it's working, but maybe at the cost of um, a social life. And <laughs> yeah, we really like don't do anything else. <laughs> it's like every single day, it's just like in front of the computer. Yeah. So, I mean, it you know if we we're able to like sell more comics or something like that. We're trying to figure out ways to get it out to the market uh, instead of just giving it away for free online, which, I mean, we really like the idea of web comics because it gives us a reason to update uh, the mm-hmm. starting point and all that sort of stuff. But we're looking at maybe going towards graphically or those sort of distribution models, like maybe early charging... I'm not sure how much we would, but considering we give it away for free online, I don't know how many people would be interested in that sort of thing. So, yeah. you seem to do pretty well at cons and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was actually um, I was talking to um, Paul Kejeji there the other day, and he does an online comic as well. He's on Pandia, mm-hmm. and yeah, which is a which is a great great story. Um, but he told me this story about a someone who approached him. They loved Pandia. They they'd met him a year before at a convention. They'd bought the issue. They loved it. They went online to try and read the rest of the story, and they just they just couldn't do it. They just couldn't read off the computer panel, yeah, and the computer the screen rather. Um, so they waited a year for the next convention. <laughs> went back, bought the next issue off him. Oh, that's wicked. That's awesome. You know, because I think the advantage of digital comics, graphically and and so forth, is that you are. Um, you're selling the whole product, I guess. Yeah. Which yeah. we're still used to that idea with a comic. We're used to getting a number of pages, and we're happy to pay for it. So, yeah, I think that's a. It's, it sounds like that could be a profitable direction for you guys. Well, I think, especially with um, tablets and that kind of thing, like you know, like I've got an Android tablet, um, which I've been reading. I've only just got that actually in the past week, and I've been reading a couple of comics on it, and I think it works pretty well as a comic reader mm-hmm. um, compared to the screen, like, of a computer, I mean. So it's the right sort of, almost the right size and shape anyway, um, and you're not reading off the computer screen because you can take your tablet with you anywhere like you would a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and we sell the books in A5 format, even though we make it at A4 size. So you get a lot more... I think I, Actually, I think it's better in printed form than on the screen, but I haven't really tested it on tablets at all so I don't know I think that there's something about having like a physical copy of the comic like web comics are cool and everything but I uh, like I've noticed um with like my um the web comics that I read I usually just go for like the sort of single panel like joke ones more than the story ones like if I'm gonna read a story I I, I don't know I just like having a book yeah <laughs> Maybe uh, I'll second that yep yeah, even if it is like it, it might be what you said about having the whole thing there, like not having to wait mm-hmm. for weekly updates and that sort of thing. Because I used to read um, Mega Tokyo, but I got so sick of waiting for the updates that I just gave up on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you have to sort of train yourself that if you miss the latest update, the next time you visit the uh, site, you have to go back a couple of updates to actually yeah. follow the storyline. You know, so I mean, it it, it was cool, like it. It's a cool thing to to try out, but I think like we've noticed 
um, that they, like the books do, people seem more interested in the books than the webcomic. Mm. And so that might be something to think about for the future. But the style that you guys have adopted is interesting because, as you say, Caitlin, you know, you have the webcomics which do the, the sketch formula. And then you have mm. the webcomics with the overarching narrative. And you guys do have a narrative. It, it does seem to be going somewhere, or at least <laughs> you're, 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 you're projecting the idea that it's going somewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to put words in your mouth here. But because it is so silly and because things do just happen randomly, you can just treat it as a sketch. And yeah, it still true. works. You know, the, you've got these two characters. I'm, I'm sorry because I, I have read, I've read through, but have we ever been get, have they been given names? They have just recently, like oh. like maybe like three or four pages ago, they got they finally got their names. <laughs> <laughs> they picked out their own names, so <laughs> they're not even like their characters' real names. <laughs> they're pirate names. They're pirate yeah, names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what I like about it. I mean, they're just they're two protagonists. They're in this situation. That's all we need to know. And then you know we laugh, and then oh that felt good. I'll wait for next week. You know, and that, that's that's interesting. That's a nice that, way to that do was, it. That was exactly how it was made as well. It was just like. It was literally just like page. We would just draw out a page, and then whatever happened happened, and things would change like really, really abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> but for the for the last two issues, I actually wrote like a whole like script thing for it, which is why it might seem a little bit more like there's a story now. Because <laughs> yeah, <a little> <laughs> yeah, like the first probably the first three issues, it was just like winging it, just. Whatever, whatever happened, happened. <laughs> the zombie landlord is genius. That was, <laughs> that was on the funny. I love the the final panel with the zombie landlord, and he actually is shuffling off. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, we just we just want to show him as a bit of a idiot. Like <laughs> he's not even anything. I mean, he's probably just a hobo, like hanging out in the area. <laughs> so, There's so much unknown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one one thing that is really cool, and, and you guys have got a um, a great presence at the uh, the Australian uh, comic convention scene. One thing that I found really cool was some of the uh, just, I mean, geek treasures that you guys have got, like the signed pictures of Patrick Stewart and and Stan <laughs> Lee, and I uh, really that's just regardless of what happens, if you ever sell anything online or if you sell hard copies or anything, you've got a picture of Stan Lee. Signed by Stan Lee. Well, we we, we don't, don't actually have, have yeah. that picture. We sold we sold it to someone who then went and got it signed. And we then, didn't have time to yeah. stand in line. They brought it back to take a photo. Yeah, off. we just took a photo. Off it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I retract my entire thing. Products <laughs> online. It would be co- totally yeah. cool if we did have that. But yeah, we we were um. We were stuck at the table the whole time. We had no time we to were too busy sketching and, to get and, up. Because you had to stand in line for like three hours to even get a glimpse yeah. of Stanley. The line was... That I've got my own grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> the line, Although, the, like, I did meet um, Jason Momoa. I, like, ran after him because he was sort of walking him. around the convention. I, like, ambushed him and I, <laughs> I made him um, take that that drawing of him and I was just like you can have it I just want to take a picture of you with it <laughs> so he got that picture for free and all, all it cost him was a photo <laughs> well that's pretty good that's pretty good uh, I mean especially considering that New Zealand's currency is a bit lower than parody on ours so that's a deal for him <laughs> <laughs> they're probably selling photos of him for like 20 bucks anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually remember when I when I met you guys 
Um, uh, Kathleen, you were at the Madman stand getting My Little Pony merchandise, <laughs> I seem to recall. And um, I, I had I have since become fully converted to My Little Pony, actually. That, that was a conversation we had. It's like, why, what is it? Why does everyone like it so much? And then I've watched it now. It's brilliant. <laughs> but Matthew was sitting at the table. And I walked up to him, and I think I took you by surprise because I just started babbling at you, and you were seeing a little, you're a little sort of taken aback. And then when he I does, just he does that, yeah, I, I just start going. And then when I started talking to you about the comic, all of a sudden you came to life, and you were like, "Yes, this is what we do. This is what it is. This is what we're trying to do. We've got a website. Here's our movie." <laughs> <laughs> you had all these. You have all these projects yeah. going on, and you you're you're able to pitch them all, which is great. I think. Um, whatever at Stan Lee's photos, you actually have you have the hard copies of the comic at your stand. You have the information on the website, and then you have you have a short film as well. I was just wondering, could you talk to us a bit about that as well? Uh, the yeah stop motion animation we did um, took us about two years. Yeah, it took a while to finish. It was it was kind of like um like I've just finished my um Bachelor of Arts, and I like couldn't get a job because you know what the hell do you do with a Bachelor of Arts? And so I was like, let's make an animated movie. And so we just made it. We wanted to. Well, we kind of we wrote the script in uh, when we were at university together, which is where we met. Caitlin was studying animation, and I was studying film and TV. Uh, and I decided to take a few animation units to because um, I, was, I was interested in animation. I wanted to learn more about it and um, know how to do it and all that sort of stuff. And uh, we met and things hit off and we wrote a script for this movie about robots that come to life on a shelf in the attic of an old man's house <laughs> which seems a bit convoluted but it worked <laughs> um, so yeah we um, built the armatures for the robots and um, then Caitlin built the robots around the armatures that are made and then we shipped everything to Caitlin's uncle's house in New Zealand in a place called Matakana just north of Auckland, and uh, we took over a section of his um, his uh, studio and got these black curtains, well not black curtains, it was black material, which we turned the curtains, blacked out all the windows so we could control the light. Took a month to build the set and build the box that's in the movie, um, and then took another month to actually film the thing one frame at a time. <laughs> so wow. it took us a while. Um, just like just production-wise, took about two months, but the overall process took about two years because once we finished it, we tried to live in New Zealand, which didn't pan out for us because <laughs> they didn't want to hire Australians. And then we <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's no work in New Zealand. Who'd have thought? <laughs> no, doesn't everyone just play hobbits? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's why they all come here. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. we soon figured that out, and we came back, and then um, spent like the next year doing like the post production, which is mm. like all of the 2D animation over the top of it. Yeah. Um, you see some of the screens, um, especially the main character has an animated screen, which um, gives away his mood and your feelings and that kind of thing. Mm. And um, there's another... The little Cylon guy. Yeah. yeah the Cylon guy, yeah. The, 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 the little guy with the, the, the red eye. He's supposed to be like Hal from 2001. Mm. And there's like a background that's all animated and stuff. Out the window. Yeah. yeah. And then we like got we got some friends to do like the sound and music for us. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty cool. 
a good friend Josh who I met at the ABC. <laughs> he um, did sound design in the feature film um, with a few friends, and he was like the only person I knew who could do it. So I was like, you have to do it, man. And he, he reluctantly accepted after badgering quite a bit because he really didn't want to do sound again. But And a friend of ours did the music, which, oddly enough, worked really well, like orchestral Death metal. Death metal, yeah. And, <laughs> and he wrote the music, all this like classical kind of inspired uh, Zydeco sort of sound for it, and it was it was just beautiful. Um, and uh, once it was all finished, we got it printed on the DVDs and sent it off to a few uh, international film festivals and won a couple of awards, but. Um, we tried to get it into festivals in Australia as well, but no one wanted to take it. So it was it was mainly overseas where we had success, and even then it was little like wasn't huge success. But um, and there's still people asking for us to submit it to their festivals as well. I mean, considering it was just like a let's just make it because we want to, like it was it, it pretty much fulfilled that purpose. Like we mm. learnt some stuff, and we have something to show for it now, and. You know, like, I wasn't working the whole time. Like, I, I was just, like, a bum, basically, working on this movie. <laughs> I couldn't get a job doing anything else. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, any success is good success. You know, mm. you, I don't think that, um, you know, a, any level, considering that you just you just sort of went, well, you know, I'm not exactly doing anything with this this arts degree, which I'm not sure exactly what it is. It's, I mean, it's, it's great. This is actually... A, for me, this is a great story. Um, there's a there's a line that's quoted to um, Francis Ford Coppola, where he says, "I think I don't know. This was decades before this kind of technology existed, but he was saying in the future, kids will be walking around in movie studios on their shoulders." Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's so ready to hand. You can, if you have an idea, you can sit down, you can just do it. Mm. And I think that's what I love about your work, and that's what I love about Space Pirates is that it's it's obviously so inspired by things you're interested in. And you've just channeled it all into this product. <laughs> it's, it's more for the sake of doing something instead of sitting around doing nothing as well. Because if we can do these things, we should be doing these things instead of just doing nothing. Doing or just it. watching TV or yeah. night or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, no room for trendy slacktivism in your house all day. <laughs> I believe in things. I believe they're important. I'm not going to do anything about it though. <laughs> but I do believe in them. <laughs> We are pretty lazy too. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it like probably way longer than it should to draw a page of the comic, and then you know, you think after doing it for over a year now, we'd be pretty quick at it. But uh, it's not the case at all. Uh, yeah. But it used to be like you'd go, "Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this?" And then one day we're just like, "Well, why don't we just do it? Like, what? If, what? Like, there's nothing stopping us from from doing it, you know?" Mm-hmm. And so. Yeah. And since that, uh, other, well, the idea behind robots as well is that we try and build our skills each time we did something. So hmm. we learn a lot about stop motion animation in that. So we since shot a live action film, which we're going to then we're in the, in the process of doing stop motion to insert into that. Wow. Okay. So, um, kind of like I'm not even sure. Like um. Like the original King Kong, yeah. you know how they had like the Ray the, Harryhausen. Stuff. Yeah, they had like the stop motion gorilla, and it was totally badass. Yeah, yeah. And it smile when it smiles at Fay Ray, and that <laughs> yeah. slow yeah. smile. Totally not creepy at all. 
I freaking love movies like that that have like these really obvious stop motion monsters in them mm. and they're so campy and awesome. <laughs> so we've got this sci-fi movie that we're making and we've got uh, the armature built um, and a lot of the scenes planned out for the stop motion but we just haven't shot the stop motion yet. Mm. But we shot the the footage for with the actors back in April, yeah. which was a while ago now. <laughs> but yeah, this kind of like long-form projects. And then we update the comic three times a week, so we run out of time to do other things during mm-hmm. the week, and then next week comes along and we have to do another three comics <laughs> on the website. So that's, I think, another reason we're going to cut down to two, so we have time for other things. One thing that you apparently do have time for is... Uh Armageddon Expo 2012 in Melbourne. Can you tell us what you got planned for Armageddon? Sure. Uh, since the last one, which was, was Comic Con, we um, have finished book four of Space Pirates. We had book four. Oh, did we? Yeah. Well, we're going to have issue five um, printed mm. up for Armageddon. So that's um, something new. Yeah, and we have other things. <laughs> well, we, we're just about finished book five, which we're going to get printed um, uh, in probably the next week or two, uh, and we'll take that down with us. And we have, in the lead up to that, also got a guest week planned to try and help advertise <laughs> by some artists um, and a friend of ours that we met at Sydney Supernova. He's doing a web comic for us. I um, know web comic, like a guest comic. Um, my friend uh, Jin Chan Yum Y, he, um, uh, he's doing the three-page thing for us, which we're going to put up. He's doing that for us, and he's actually going to have a table with us too to sell his comic, um, High School Romance. And then the week after that, we've got three pin-ups planned by um, a couple of different artists, um, including Douglas Holgate and um, a very fun very good artist um, from Bulgaria, I think. Found him on DeviantArt. He's really, really good at what he does. I just sent him a message asking if he'd be interested, and he got back to me straight away saying, yeah, for sure. And um, there was a third, but he's not planning out so well. So we might. Oh, dear. Well, what, what do you think about this, Ryan? I mean, the last few interviews we've had with people, DeviantArt keeps coming up as being this resource for artists. It does. It's, um, I mean, this is, I guess, the power of the internet. Hmm. You know, it's something that you can get online instead of going through friends or friends of friends or having people send you stuff via mail. I mean, this is the power of the internet. You can get on, just have a bit of a search, um, flick someone an email, and by the end of the day, you've got an artist. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's really handy. I've been on there for a few years now, but I haven't utilize it to its full potential. <laughs> I just kind of post up there occasionally. Um, I end up checking it like weeks later and I've got like a thousand <laughs> notifications of like people posting artwork and stuff and I just, yeah, I, I don't use it as much as I probably should. So. Um, something that's worked for us in the past um, at cons is doing like sketch commissions, mm-hmm. um, like while we're sitting at the table. Um mm. So we'll probably try and yeah. focus on that a bit as well because it, it also brings in a lot of revenue. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, people love the sketches and the 
not just the sketches, but like the coloured pictures and stuff too. And we had a few take-home commissions from Oz Comic Con that we did um, and have since posted on various sites. Um, and people people love them. They yeah, people like to um, have some like original piece of artwork to take home with them from the con. Like so many people um, just want you know just sketches of their favourite characters and things like that. So we're happy to oblige them. Mm. Now, what that actually reminds me of, and, and some of your art does, some of the art or the commissions that I've seen coming out of cons, mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of the stuff that Katie Cook does. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of Katie Cook. She um, She's yeah. done a lot of Star Wars art and um, Fraggle Rock and stuff like that. And I've actually bought a few pieces off her myself, um, order them off uh, off the net, and... Yeah, there's some there's some really cool stuff. You know, you get you get your favorite character, but in a completely different style. Yeah, so exactly. I, yeah. I think you're and, onto winning winning formula there. And also, like we've had people come up that get commissions from like every single artist of their of their favorite character. So this one guy mm-hmm. had like about five different versions of this one character that he really liked. Yeah. And he would um, just take them home and, like, frame them and or put them in a scrapbook or something like that. Yeah, our friend Jin had actually done one in Sydney um, for him. And then uh, when he, he – in Melbourne at, at his Comic-Con, uh, he came and spoke to us about doing one for him. So And there was two different characters. So I did one, Caitlin did the other. Um, and after he left, Jin was like, that, that guy came this one in Sydney. And I'm like, oh, did he? He's like, yeah, um, he got Chamber to do one for him. Um <laughs> And there's a whole bunch of different artists. And then he's, like, taken these. I think he's, like, collecting them. They must be, like, his, his favorite characters. And I think that's really cool, you know, that he's just getting different interpretations by different artists of these two characters. Um, Actually, the um, the first con that we did in Brisbane, we had we put out, like, a hand-drawn sign saying that we do um, cosplay caricatures for $5. <laughs> So stupid. I was like, nobody's gonna pay us five dollars to draw him in a, in a costume. And so many people wanted these things that we and we we're like sitting there the whole weekend, like busting our asses drawing these commissions for like five dollars. Five dollars each. <laughs> we were like ripping ourselves up so much. Well, like, yeah. we didn't <laughs> so realize. We're like, like, yeah, let's do it for slightly more than five dollars. Do it for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Aim for the stars. <laughs> And we were doing, like, full colour and everything, and, yeah, those are very, very lucky people. <laughs> and what we since learned from our previous conditions. <laughs> so if you folks out there want to take full advantage of these two people once more... <laughs> we may as well just, like, have a, have a cardboard sign that says, we'll draw for food. Just, <laughs> 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 so like, throw a hot dog at us. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. But another thing that um, that we looked into was, like, merchandise for Space Pirates. But, like, we didn't want to, like, go to too much effort to, like, get, get stuff properly made. So we, we actually got, like, these, um, like, paper robots that people can, like, assemble themselves. <laughs> you're, like, little paper people, and you, like, just fold them together. So mm. You cut them out. Yeah, you, them you cut them out and fold them together. And it's like you've got your own little Space Pirates. <laughs> That could work. That could work really well. Was there anything else you wanted to mention before we head on to the trail? I guess we're nearly at the end of issue five. So um, check it out and I guess have a look at the guest week, which we're doing in about a week's time. (laughs) And as for cons, we've got Armageddon in Melbourne Mm. 
also got um, Supernova in Brisbane in November. Yeah, this will be the first Brisbane Supernova we've done since we started, which will be, I don't know, but <laughs> since we started, <laughs> we've, um, like, it feels like we've come around fully 100%. Mm-hmm. Two people sitting at a table with a handmade sign. <laughs> and I think we've uh, learned a lot since we first started. So, cool. Excellent. And um, folks, if you're listening out there and you want to support them, spacepirates.com, that's P-Y or A-T-E-S, dot com, and you can, can, you can get merchandise. And Can they order the book straight from the site? Uh, we actually yeah, have a big cartel store, which we're planning on launching in the next week or two. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> let that slip my mind. No, um, yeah, where people can buy the comics online. Um, for, since we found this new printer, we can sell them for slightly cheaper than we were at the conventions. And um, uh, we can... So yeah, we'll be able to buy that, which is spacepirates.bigcartel.com, which there's a link to it on the website. And I I do believe that we're going to launch the comics on Graphically. Uh, we just have to finalise all that. Um, we have the first two ready to go, but we're planning on having all five ready to go up, but we might just um, do the first couple okay. to begin with. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure how much that will cost at the moment, but they won't be too expensive because we'll give it away for free. It's just a thing for the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anchored in a different format. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and where else can people find you? Are you on Twitter and Facebook? Yes, we're on Twitter, both of us. Um, and oh, and Space Pirates is on Facebook and Twitter. Um, right. And Tumblr. And Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And well, <laughs> YouTube. It. YouTube, yeah. Vimeo. And Vimeo. <laughs> okay, so so you're on all of the interwebs. You're basically everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised if you haven't heard of us. <laughs> Very good. Well, listen. Uh, thanks for thanks for stopping by and chatting to us. Uh, I love the comic. I think it's I think Space Pirates is great fun. It makes me giggle to myself at night, and my wife looks at me like something's wrong with me. But <laughs> there is something wrong. But that's not what's wrong. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's a it's a fantastic book, and I. I um, I do hope you continue keeping it going, uh, even if it is twice a week. Hell, I'd be happy with once a week because I think that you you don't there's no need to kill yourselves over this, but it's 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 just great, great fun. Well, if we could quit our jobs and do it full time, that would be there. You go, yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, listen. Thanks once again. This has been Beardy and the Geek. My name is Emmett Okuna. Ryan here. Where can people find you, Ryan? Find me at www.geekofoz.com. You can get me on Twitter, the same, twitter.com slash geekofoz, and Facebook, facebook.com slash geekofoz. Now, brace yourselves, everybody. I'm going to go to my usual tongue twister. You can find me on themomusreport.blogspot.com.au. I actually pronounced it right that time. And, uh, drop me a line. Let us know what you think. We are also on iTunes. If you want to listen to this on your morning commute, uh, you've been listening to Caitlin Major and Matthew Hardy from Space Pirates. Check it out. It's a great series. And thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye.